Welcome to the Faith and Grief Podcast, where we explore the intersection of faith and grief. I'm your host, Shelley Craig, Program Director at Faith and Grief. We're a nonprofit that provides grief support programs in person and online through support gatherings, grief workshops, and retreats. Find out more about our programs in this podcast at faithandgrief.org. We hope the stories and interviews you hear provide some comfort and hope on your grief journey. On today's episode, we'll be talking with COVID loss survivor Rosie Davis and artist Hannah Ernst and her mom. They started the Yellow Heart Memorial as a way to remember their loved ones who had died by COVID. We'll talk about the pandemic, the grief that they've experienced during this time, how important it is to remember your loved ones through a memorial, and where the Yellow Heart Memorial will go next. Hannah, um, I'm just going to tell you, uh, your artwork is amazing. Thank you. And you should be very proud of yourself um, for using your talent um, to remember your loved ones and and give so much back to so many other people. Um, The amount of comfort and um, care that people are receiving because of your art is it's very special. So well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's insane to me how um, people trust me to do it. Quite honestly, but I, it's something that I love doing. So I'm more than happy to do it. That's great. Well, I'm glad to hear that because uh, you know, it, well, first off, not a lot of people would just decide to do that. So um, good on you for uh, kind of taking um, that upon yourself to do this. Um, I sent uh, Rosie some questions and stuff, but we'll just get, I I feel like I know Rosie really well. So (laughs) like, it's just like, it's sort of going to be like just a conversation. Um, So uh, I first talked to Rosie after she came to our uh, Faith and Grief Memorial Arch that we have every holiday season here in Dallas at um, Clyde Ward Park, which is sort of like Central Park in Dallas. And she's like, I've been trying to figure out how to do something. Um, we've done some things. Tell me what you've done. And I said, well, it sounds like you're already rolling along. I said, so who's Hannah and how did y'all get connected? So, uh, Hannah, how did, what, what was your inspiration just initially to draw a picture of, of your grandfather? Yeah. Um, so my grandpa, he, his name's Cal Schoenfeld. He was an artist. And so I've always been inclined to do artistic things, whether it was creative, whether it was like artistic drawings, I was always just doing something along those lines. And when he passed, uh, we had actually gotten an iPad. And so my mom bought it for herself because, um, it was kind of like a, you know, this is just something that I kind of deserve just after everything that's happened. You know, this is just something to splurge on and we can just invest time into this and figure out how it works. And with me being, you know, so artistic, I was like, we have to get this one app. And so I forced her to get an Apple pencil to which she was annoyed with just considering the price, but she is uh, definitely happy. She's gotten her money's worth now. And I, one night just said, you know what, let's just try something and totally the product of boredom and, um, just, you know, having some sort of idea, I threw it onto this digital app and, you know, everything kind of started taking off from there. Now, what's the app that you're using when you're doing most of these portraits? So it's Procreate on iPad and I use the Apple Pencil with it. Yeah. Procreate's pretty cool, but it's lovely um, what you've been able to um, kind of create as far as sort of what the template looks like. Um, it's beautiful. And I think for a lot of people, it's really really been helpful. 
So, yeah, so tell your mom that she um, definitely got her money's worth getting the iPad and the, the uh, iPad pencil and uh, allowing you to do all that. Absolutely. <laughs> it's um, sometimes those splurges are good, you know. Definitely, yeah. And uh, so it's okay to do that. So um, tell me a little bit about your grandfather. Yeah, so uh, he was born in Brooklyn, and he was just a city goer, I mean, through and through. He was the epitome of a city boy. Uh, he went every week. Uh, he was young. He was, I mean, he was 83, but just in heart, he was the youngest and healthiest guy you could have imagined. He was the funniest guy you could imagine. I mean, he made these quips, and you would, like, take a minute, and you go, how, how did you even figure out to say that? Like, what created that for you to make that joke? And, I mean, it was it would take you off guard. It was the funniest stuff ever. And uh, he, like I mentioned, he was artistic just all the way through. And so he was an abstract painter who used acrylics. Wow. And so um, a lot of my memories are waiting the night before going into the city and I would be in the basement with him, which was his studio. And I would just either be painting with him or I'd be making fun of some sort of weird technique he'd be using. Like he just did all this crazy stuff. And um, yeah, I mean, he was just the most amazing guy you could have ever imagined. And um, when did he die? I know it was early uh, in the pandemic. Yeah, he passed May 8th, okay. 2020. Yeah. And um, how was that for you? How have you, how have you been doing since he passed? It's, I, I'm not really sure how to describe it because um, I'm fortunate enough to this, for this to be my first major passing. I have a small immediate family of just my grandparents being him and my grandma, and then it's just my sister and my parents. Um, and so I never had to deal with anything like this. And especially in the pandemic where you never saw anybody. I mean, we went from not seeing them, but being able to FaceTime them to me FaceTiming him in the hospital. So because there was no physical difference, I think it was extremely surreal to think that like he's no longer there type of thing because, you know, he wasn't coming over for Friday night dinners anyway. So um, it's, I keep saying I'm fine until I'm not fine in the sense of it's okay. Everything's fine. You go about your life, not really thinking of it. And then it hits you and it just hits you like bricks because, um, the ending weeks and days prior, I was the one that, um, FaceTimed him. So I was the one that saw him like that. Uh, it hits you. No, it definitely hits you, but, um, through what I'm doing, it, it does help. So, well, um, Obviously, we're inspired by your grandfather, um, yeah. who sounds like a pretty cool dude. <laughs> what um, what prompted you to, to start offering this to other people? So that was actually my mom's idea. Um, like I said, I had no intention of doing anything as big as it's gotten. I never intended to you know, do what I am. Uh, she basically took the image and she posted it on a COVID support group. And she's like, wow, you know, look at this. Like, this is such a cool way to remember people. And um, something I also should mention is one of the reasons I thought to draw him is because my mom came home livid that day. She was in just fury because people like to joke about the pandemic. You know, they don't think it's real. They don't think that the mortality is anything to be worried about. And she came home just repeating this joke of, you know, did you hear this COVID-19 joke? 99% of people won't get it. And um, so I think once I realized that people might actually want their loved one remembered in a light that isn't just so negative, 
Um, I thought that maybe I can make a visual impact of creating a sea of yellow, which is the symbol of COVID-19, in hopes that people would see the legitimate impact, not just the numbers that are portrayed on the TV. Well, the uh, Yellow Heart Memorial that Rosie, hi Rosie, (laughs) um, along with your uh, art has created is beautiful, and it does uh, give anyone who sees it, whether it's online or in person, uh, pause, because you can see these lovely portraits that you've done, and the hearts just with names on them. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, that's what I'm trying. I'm just trying to shed some bit of light um, on just the worst situation possible. And uh, when Rosie approached me with this fantastic idea of, you know, let's put this on display. And then because I I am only 16, you know, there's only so many I can do. Um, She came up with this incredible idea to say, hey, you know what, let's take what we have and then let's extend upon that, you know, and um, I I hope it's giving at least a couple of families, if not all of them, just some sort of sense of closure and peace might be the right word for it. I think it I think it is. It's definitely definitely helping. And I see online uh, just the responses that people have when they see their loved one's um, portrait for the first time. Um, And we've seen it just in the um, sort of the opening that we had and just to see people really moved by it. And uh, hi, Rosie, again. Hi. (laughs) So how did the two of you connect? How did y'all meet? Um, so we, um, I actually, um, seen her first, um, picture through a COVID-19 support group, um, that we were both a part of, well, her mom anyway. And, um, I seen that her mom had posted a picture, um, and I was like, what, I wonder what that is. And so I kept seeing these pictures of, you know, these yellow hearts and they were like images of people, but with no face in them. And I was like, huh. So, um, I actually submitted my mom's and, uh, and, you know, when I, when I got it back and, you know, I seen like the description she put on it and, you know, it just, it was very powerful. I was like, wow. Um, and so, um, I didn't know that Hannah was six or at the time 15, <laughs> um, cause I kept getting a message like from her mom and she kept saying, well, this is Hannah's mom. And I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, thank you. Tell, tell Hannah, thank you. Like, this is awesome, you know? Um, and so um, that's how I got my mom's uh, picture done. I reached out and I got hers done. And so, um, you know, it was just very powerful. And um, what was more powerful is actually getting it printed out and like just handling it myself. Um, you can actually see their face because those are your loved ones. You know what I'm saying? And it's just crazy because people that... Um, that I think people that see it for the first time, they just don't get it, but, um, you get it whenever, you know, you, it, this has happened to you. And so, um, there was a week of mourning that was going to go on. And, um, you know, I thought, you know, I really want to do a memorial. Um, but I, I started brainstorming and I was like, what am, you know, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And so, I kind of reached out to some people in my, in the city, um, that I live in, which is Irving. And so, um, I got a bunch of doors closed in my face. But you didn't um, give up. I know that. I know that about you, Rosie. <laughs> I'm not. But anyway, um, and I was approaching the date, the date really quick. Um, it was like a whole week. And so 
I reached out to Hannah's mom and I said, Hey, you know, I'm planning on, I really want to do a memorial, you know, can I get permission from you to, um, to display some of um, Hannah's art in my memorial? And, you know, she responded and she was like, you know what, I think that would be so amazing. Like, you know, that would be so great. Um, And so I had this huge wall in my backyard. (laughs) And so I said, you know what, I'm just going to do the memorial on my back in, in my backyard. And so that's what I did. I filled the whole wall full of pictures. Um, and at the time, like I didn't even get to use all of them uh, because, you know, there was so many. Um, but so I had them printed and I used it and I decorated the wall. We, you know, put lights around it. Um, and so um, I used like these big rocks from around my yard and I placed candles all over the place. Um, and so um, I created an event and I went Facebook live. And when I, when I went Facebook live, like I didn't really um, expect a lot of people to jump on it like that. And I got an overwhelming response. Um, I think we got like over 3000 views on that um, memorial. And so um, once we did that, you know, I, I thought about it and I was like, you know what, I, I, I want to do something bigger. I want to do something mm-hmm. that everybody can see, not just people that are on my Facebook live right now, you know? Um, and so that's what created the idea to go bigger, um, and to have something for the community to see. Um, and, you know, they could come and pay tribute. They can leave a heart, you know, and I came up with the idea and I was like, you know, we're not going to be able to display everybody's um, picture. There's just so many of them and there's not enough room, um, you know, to, to just include what, how many, like almost 800 (laughs) or 800. (laughs) Um, So I thought about it and I said, you know, the yellow heart represents um, COVID that's become the symbol of COVID. Um, And I thought, what if we were to just give people the opportunity to come and write their loved one's name on a heart and place it at the memorial? Because even though they don't have a picture up there, they still have their loved one's name up there and they can still feel included in the memorial. And so that's where um, that idea was born. And um, we, I approached my, uh, (laughs) I approached the um, Parks and Rec um, you know, manager. And I kind of just told him my story. And I said, look, I lost my mom to COVID. I want to um, display this memorial. Um, Can you help me? Um, And he was just so touched by my story. Like he just went um, over and beyond. Um, He looked for locations and he touched base with me all the time. And originally we were going to have it at the new um, Levy Plaza. Mm -hmm but he was really concerned about the art and he goes, you know what? I don't want Hannah's um, work getting destroyed, you know, due to weather or anything else. So he's like, let's look somewhere else. And so he, um, they had a brand new uh, renovated um, museum that was ready to be used. And (laughs) so he approached them and they were so excited. They were like, wow, like there's no, there's just not a more perfect time to have that than right now, like we need it. Um, Irving has a very high um, number of deaths. Um, Majority of the population in Irving is Hispanic. Um, And so they granted us permission 
and we put the memorial up and ever since then it has literally um crossed overseas um we've had you know requests from russia from the uk um i was contacted by somebody in the philippines that wants to have a yellow heart memorial um, all the way over there so i'm really just um i'm just blown away by the response um and i know that this wouldn't you know none of this could happen without hannah and her mother i'm truly grateful to both of them and i'm just excited to see where it's gonna go um i'm just what what really um gets me is how fast and how far it has spread mm. um in a short amount of time um and so i know that just by that alone tells me that we're doing something uh that everybody needed um they need that comfort um especially you know in this time um and I'm just really glad that everybody else is like, hey, we want to do a memorial too. <laughs> well, um, the, the memorial is, is beautiful. I mean, it is a lovely place to go and um, look at the names and the, and the portraits. Um, and the portraits, uh, we'll have links to uh, the memorial from uh, this podcast, but... Um, if you see the photographs, the actual portraits, they're, they, they remind me of silhouettes that were super popularly done really until photography came along. I mean, because it kind of gave you the image of what that person looked like, not maybe the detail, but um, definitely, you know, gave them sort of the essence of, of what they looked like. So it's a, it's a beautiful, beautiful uh, thing that you guys have created and, and, and brought into um, the world. And I'm excited because I get to be a little bit, little bitty piece of it. I'm glad to promote it and, and let people know about it because I think it's just the beginning of, like you said, kind of where this may go. Um, we know that thousands of people have uh, lost loved ones during this last year. Um, yeah, and I just want to, you know, um, and you are a bit, you're a big part of it, um, Shelly. Faith and Grief Ministries have been so awesome. They've been very supportive um, you know, yet letting um, us use your platform, kind of just guiding me because at first I was like, I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> um, so I just want to thank you for all of your support and, you know, just kind of taking me under your wing and you're like, you're going to be fine. We're going to figure this out. And so I'm just truly grateful to you as well. Um, you know, I've, um, you know, just told a lot of people about your services about, you know, cause right now we need that, you know, we need grieving classes. We need any resources that we can get um, to help us get through this time. Um, so I'm just, you know, forever indebted to you. I'm grateful. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, I, like to me, I, thank you. That's very kind of you. Uh, you're very welcome. Uh, but at the same time, this was going to be done anyway whether uh, we were involved or not. So um, that has more to do with you and your persistence and uh, finding a wonderful way to remember your mom. And I just saw, speaking of moms, I just saw Hannah's mom. Uh, I was going to wave her again. <laughs> Pop in. Hi. Hi. It's, so, it's so nice to finally see you. <laughs> years. I mean, I've heard a lot about you. Oh. Well, we're just glad that you um, decided that uh, getting a uh, iPad pen was worth it. 
And the iPad, right? Yeah, exactly. And now she had, I had to buy another iPad for myself because she took over that I one. I took over it. Yeah, <laughs> that's happened in our home as well. So um, just warning those who are listening who are parents of uh, young people, uh, just know that the cool technology gets taken away. <laughs> uh, it gets uh, quickly oh adopted and then it goes from there. Oh <laughs> well, um, Hannah, so before you started doing these portraits, tell me a little bit about, uh, was the art just part of what you did every day or is this just sort of something fun and it came to you to do? So um, it's actually funny you mentioned that. So when I was around 11 or so, uh, I started, I painted. So I've always painted. I've always done, like I said, anything artistic. And um, somehow a business of mine of sorts, if you will, uh, came to be where I would paint the portraits of people's dogs. And I had like this crazy cool style. And um, it, since then it's kind of declines just because I have other things that I'm doing and whatnot. But um, yeah, no, I've always done art to any extent. Um, obviously then it was painting, I've sketched, it's just kind of all over the place. Yeah, well, good. Yeah, well, it sounds like um, might be some hereditary stuff going on there that, you know, you've got some artists in the family and it sort of passes down. Um, yeah, so that's good. Well, we're glad that um, that has happened because um, we're so glad that you found um, a place to remember your grandfather and help Absolutely. us remember other folks. Um, it's really, really special. So, um, Rosie, I know that you talked about with the memorial, we're getting a lot of requests from other places that want to hold um, the next. I know we're just starting to, to figure out what we want to do with all of that um, because there's a lot there. Um, what are your uh, hopes? And I, I know this, we never, you never had any idea what this was going to be uh, like even when we talked a few months ago originally you know it it sounded just like a wonderful thing to do and it's much more than that um so what kind of what are your hopes or maybe thoughts about uh, where the yellow heart memorial goes from here um well at first yeah um it was just an idea and i you know it was just uh, me wanting to do a tribute um pay pay honor and respect to everybody that has lost somebody to covid and that was going to be it. We were going, I was going to take everything down and go home and just live my life. Right. <laughs> so, um, but when I seen all of this coming in and unfolding, um, you know, the city of Irving has actually supplied everything for us, except for um, Hannah's art. Right. Um, and so when I sat down and I thought about this, I was like, you know, there's no better, there's no better way to give back um than to just pay it forward mm -hmm. um and so with that i i thought about the idea of helping other people create the yellow heart memorial for themselves um and so um we were coming up we're coming up with some packages um that we can actually mail out um with a request form that you have to submit um so included in that package would be um your picture that um, Hannah has done of your loved one. Um, one of our Yellow Heart Memorial um, signs that you will be able to display at your memorial. Um, and then you would actually have to, um, on the form, you require, um, it asks how many hearts um, you're requesting. Um, and so we would fulfill that number for you and um, put it in your package so that you would have those yellow hearts as well to um, write names on and display at your your own memorial. Oh, that would be wonderful when 
people because I've seen the requests. They're from all over, like you said. Um, and and I think like yourself, so many people are looking for a way to do this, like a way to remember their loved ones. And and they are very aware now that there's plenty of people in their community that would want to join them in doing a memorial locally for um, you know either their town or their community, county, whatever. Yeah, um, we also launched um, Yellow Heart Memorial Facebook page. Um, and so anytime somebody gets on there and they're like, hey, you know what, um, I would like to have a memorial, like let's just say somebody says in New York and then they have all these other people that are that live in New York and they're like, well, where in New York, you know? And so we have a community that are connecting and they're like, hey, well, you know what, I live really close to you let's get together and let's do one together you know so um you know it's turned into um a community that are going to um you know they're going to bond together they're going to come together they're going to have these memorials um and we're all here for the same reason we have we all, we all have the same um, common ground we've lost somebody that we love um dearly to covid um and so you know, that right there gives me, that gives me healing. This, this whole thing has just helped me heal, um, in a tremendous way. Um, and just to know that I'm helping others, um, reach that as well, you know, that, and I've had so many people reach out to me and they're like, you know, I'm just devastated. I lost my loved one. And, um, just the messages alone are just heartbreaking to hear other people's stories. Um, but, you know, I've shared my story as well. And I and I make sure that I tell them, you know, I was in your place at one time and I've had to channel and I've had to put my grief into action. Um, and this is where I found my healing. Um, and so I'm just, you know, I'm just blown away by all of it. As you should be. Um. <laughs> Because it, it really has taken on um, a whole nother chapter that, you know, probably none of us really expected. And Hannah, your art gets to be everywhere. Maybe. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, that's yeah. that's a, a really amazing thing. Yeah. Well, good. Uh, good luck on that. So thank you both for um, creating the Yellow Heart Memorial. Uh, thank you so much for being uh, brave enough. Rosie, to keep knocking on doors and uh, not take a note for an answer. Uh, same for you, Hannah, because I know I can only imagine as an artist to put your artwork out there and, and hope people respond to it. Uh, it can be a little little uh, little scary, too. <laughs> but um, thank you guys so much for our short time today. And um, I'm so looking forward to where this goes because it's going to be amazing. Would you like to be a podcast producer? Go to faithandgrief.org slash donate and support this podcast and the work that Faith and Grief does for those who are grieving.